I'm Annalise Seaborn, Certified Life Design Coach, and I'm your host here on Wake Your Dream, a podcast about how the ways that we think and act um, are what create our life and about how we grow. And I'm joined by my conversation partner, my husband, Alan. Hey, how's it going, Annalise? Great. Good. Having a great one today. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm glad. Good. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So today we are talking about people pleasing. All right. Very Sounds exciting good. topic. Yeah. I think this will be something that probably hits a lot of us. Yeah. You know, in different ways. And yeah. Where we walk away going, oh, I didn't even realize that was where that behavior was coming from. Yeah. It's. I'm of, anticipating that for myself mm-hmm. while we talk. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I as I was like preparing points and stuff for today, I was really realizing how I guess I'm going to use the word pervasive, but there's like probably a better word. Sure. But um it just covers a lot of ground. People pleasing. Yeah. It shows up in a lot of places and it shows up in surprising ways and I was just like oh, cuz usually when I'm trying to like figure out the points that I want to bring up related to a topic, I'll kind of ask myself, like, uh, when does this affect me? Or how does this affect me? Like, in what areas of my life do I notice this kind of comes up? Um, And not just in what ways am I observing this, but also in what ways am I feeling like Mm. I'm doing this thing? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think, too, obviously, of things clients have talked with me about things clients have tried to work through too. ways these things comes up for them so yeah sometimes I I end up finding like a surprising amount of layers of something and I learn a lot about what I think about it and how it shows up for me so it's just kind of interesting yeah that. definitely yeah so we're gonna be kind of covering three uh, like, so I, assume, I guess three I, I components guess of I'm it. I'm assuming people are going to know right offhand just from hearing the topic what that means. But so, do you have like a quick thing you could kind of explain? Yeah, let me kind of go for it a second. Okay. So um, people pleasing to me yeah. is really just like ways of behaving and ways of thinking about people and around people that we've kind of developed since an early age. Um, these are like being kind of preoccupied with either being overly tuned into other people. Like what are they, what are they thinking? What are they feeling? What do they think about me? Like um, what are their opinions or their ideas or their expectations of me? Like overly preoccupied by thinking about other people in relation to how I'm living my own life. Okay. So where, yeah. So where like maybe a way to say it would be how you gauge how you're doing or how you're coming across is tuned to other people rather than you checking in with yourself and saying, did I, did I come across you know, like this in my own mind. Yes. You know, I Do mean, I, I think I'm doing well. I'm saying a, a you know weird phrasing to say how I'm coming across because that is gauged by other people. Yes, but, but it's more. So you're saying, am I doing well? Am yeah. I being successful? Am I hitting my goals? Yeah. 
am I doing the right thing? Yeah. Usually but, the right even, thing is a lot of it can be based in our heads without even realizing it. A lot yeah. of the right thing can be based on what we think other people think the right thing is. Yes. So yeah. that's kind of what I'm talking about. Preoccupied living my life based on what other people think. And I think I was thinking about what what my main miss in relationship to other people is is they're interpreting what I'm saying in a different way than what I'm meaning. And so I'm thinking about, well, when I get too caught up in that, that's people pleasing. You know, when I'm going, okay, well, I have to couch it these three extra ways. Like, of course, I don't want to come across abrasive or sarcastic or negative when that's not what I'm intending. But part of when I get so preoccupied that I'm like, okay, well, you know, then I start, I over explain stuff and that's not like, I think then people go, well, now that feels like you're, you're talking down to me. And I'm like, yeah, what? I know (laughs) I'm doing this for you. (laughs) I wouldn't have even said any of that if I wasn't trying to be helpful, you know, but yeah. So this is, this is prime. This is really good. Like what you just said. So I'll break it apart a little bit. People pleasing is not that we consider what other people think. Right. It's that we change what we would do that would align with us based on what we think other people mm-hmm. are thinking or expecting or wanting. Sure. So it's so that's am I why, changing myself? Like uh, like you even so said. So when I do that and it yeah. someone interprets it the wrong way, I get I get like really down by that yes. you know because i'm like because you i didn't even show yourself. up my way yes and you're saying i did a bad job you yes. know it's, interesting it's a recipe for yeah kind of disaster socially sure. yeah. actually yeah. but but our brains because we we usually develop these people pleasing tendencies um to kind of morph or merge into what we think other people are looking for or want. Okay. We usually develop these things really early on in life. Yeah. So we're already so used to it as adults. Like we don't even really question it, but it puts a big strain on our social life with other people, our, how we show up in community, what we expect or, um, you know, are looking for even in friendships. Like it, it, covers a lot of ground yeah. like i'm saying yep. it it doesn't impact these things well and i think right. we can tell ourselves um yeah i think we can tell ourselves we're doing we're tr- we're trying to care for people right i'm i'm only yeah. doing this with the best of intentions i can speak yep. for myself right yeah you know and then when i see what it does to me yeah is when i i kind of wake up to the reality of like oh, this wasn't helping me. And you know what? When I really think about it, did it, did it have other people understanding me the way that I was hoping it would? Eh, no, not really. So, okay, right. there's two strikes against it. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, I do. Hmm. It's, it's a real detriment yeah. when you start, like it's, it's pulling apart your quality of life when you start to really look at it. Sure. So kind of interesting. But um, I was thinking we would kind of start with looking at, like, what does it look like? Yeah. People pleasing. What does it look like? What does it feel like? Um, A couple of the things I thought of were making choices and decisions for our life 
based on what we think other people want or expect. Yep. You know, kind of already said that. Um, kind of endlessly comparing yourself, even like, um, even like low key or subconsciously, you're just kind of comparing all of your decisions and all of your goals and all of your whether you're a success or not, like just comparing yourself to sure. what you see around you. Sure. So it's the same thing, even if you aren't consciously like, oh, that person is doing X, Y, Z. I want to be doing it like them. We don't think that way really a lot. We're not, sometimes we're not even aware we're comparing ourselves. But if you're walking around feeling like you're not enough, a lot of the time, you might want to check this one, mm. right? Yeah. Um, so that's just for whoever's listening to, like, as my own awareness has kind of gone up as I've been doing this growth stuff and like trying to pay attention to what patterns in me um, show up and do I want to change those things? This is a big one for me. Mm. And I think it's a big one. It's a big one for a lot of my clients too. And more often than not, I'd say probably like seven times out of 10, when a client kind of uncovers this, they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize mm. I was doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're not consciously like looking at people and thinking consciously like, oh, they're doing it better than me. Yeah. But what they are doing that's affecting them is making a bunch of little micro decisions about their own choices that are really judgmental. Okay, sure. So they are okay, subconsciously so noticing the, okay. other people. I was trying doing to figure better. out how that would be connected to people pleasing. Like but it's because yes. it's because of it's more than a comparison thing. Yes. It's a comparison plus judgment on myself. Yes. For not meeting the standard or whatever I've yes. decided, you know, that the other person's doing. Okay. Yes, I love okay. that you pointed that out too. For any confusion about why this is related to people pleasing, that is a big one. Like I feel like people pleasing shows up when I have a standard for me that's based on something that other people are doing. Right. Right. So if I'm or judging myself stand- based or on not they measuring expect, up, right, what yes, they're doing or what, or they, what expect. they expect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Doing, thinking, expecting. Yeah. And man. We're making a lot of these assumptions all through the day. Yeah. That's kind of why I'm bringing up, well, it might be helpful to look at, first of all, like, what does it look like and what does it feel like when I'm doing this? Because for a lot of us, we can relate to being used to kind of these people-pleasing, you know, behaviors. Um, And we may have even been taught people-pleasing behaviors. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll get into that in point two. I realize that's probably in point two. but. it's it's just very interesting the ways that people pleasing shows up that we might not have thought about as people pleasing. So that's another one is the endlessly comparing. Um and two, a third kind of point here for how it shows up is worrying about what other people think of me. So it's not just like it's not just like certain incidents or instances like where I'm like oh no I hope I didn't just like make an idiot out of myself oh no I hope they that specific person or I hope those people didn't just think xyz about me or 
I just made a decision. I hope nobody judges me about it. Sure. It's not yeah. just those things. It's also just pre, just sort of pre-worrying about people, quote unquote, might think this about me. Yeah. Or yeah. people, like this might not go over well with people. And it's sort of this like general feeling about sure. anything that I'm doing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I would say that's that third one is how it shows up for me. You know, it's being to an unhealthy degree aware of yeah. what other people could possibly be thinking about me. Right. And it's based on it's an aware. Mine is yeah. not based on like, you know, I think for for a lot of people, this shows up of or it shows up like even if even if we're not around each other like how how are you thinking of me right so if you see me pop up on social media or yeah. in a podcast yeah. or whatever like right now i don't have that thought at all but when there's interpersonal interaction then i basically walk away and that's all i'm all I'm thinking of, you yeah, know, yep. and so that's kind of how it shows up for me. Like, yeah, I don't know. And I, I've mentioned before, like, you know, growing up uh, with my dad on staff at a at a 3000 person church, you know, I was aware that a bunch more people knew who I was than I knew who they were. Yeah. And right. I knew we got stopped every time we went to the grocery store you know, someone would recognize him and want to talk to him and stuff. And so I just realized like, oh, wow, there's a ton of people that are, that are going to have their eye out on me in a unique way. And I've just, I've always felt the weight of that. Yeah. Like being around people or, or being in conversation with people, right. you know? Right. So like they're way tuned in to you, that kind of thing. Um, or they're thinking things actively, like kind of all the time about you without you knowing. Uh, I don't think it's even that. I think it's just like, um, here's Russell walking around under yeah, us here. You He's, hear him. Yeah. Sorry for that. Ever click present. clack. <laughs> um, I think it's more, eh, I'm trying to think how that shows up for me, like how to, how to like characterize, characterize it. it. Hello. That was weird. I'm living your um, <laughs> Okay. So maybe you go to your next thing. Okay. And if I come up with a yeah. good thought on it, I just, I'm not thinking of something to like, put into words. Put, yeah. Yeah. That's totally good. So why we do it is another point okay. that I kind of was like, yeah, it's probably a good idea to look yeah. at some of the reasons why we do it. Cause I think we all could agree. Like, this is not my favorite thing that I do. I'm not glad I do it. I could say in general, I know it doesn't help me, but I do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like instinct. Like, I'm doing it. I'm trying to do it sometimes. I think, sometimes I think I'm doing it to problem solve or to troubleshoot or to prepare something well. And again, I want to make the distinction or it's to not pre-troubleshoot. Yeah, we say to that pre-troubleshoot okay. as well. Okay. Yeah. And Russell might eat, so we might be uh, yeah. in for a treat there. Okay, so it's not that 
I'm considering Russell that... is the dog. Yeah, the Russell is the that's, dog. So if you're crunching, that's dog eating. It's not Alan. It's not yeah. me. Um, so it's not that I think other people are going to have thoughts. And it's not that I care how I'm coming across. Those things are all super healthy and sure. completely that's normal. That's normal. That's how you socially interact yes. like in yes. a good way yes yeah. Yeah. so that is not people pleasing it's not people pleasing to care about other people what they think and feel and want to be helpful to them that's not people pleasing people pleasing is when you're consistently like downgrading your values and what's important to you and who you are you're consistently deprioritizing that in favor of maybe meeting a standard you think other people have. Okay. Well, that just described what I was trying to say earlier. Okay. Like, yeah. I, I always feel the weight of living up to this other person's expectations. Yeah. Okay. Without knowing what they are. Right. Right. Because in every right. conversation, what like, yeah. you kind of have to feel it out and you have to figure out you know what's going on there like I yeah you know I recently was talking to someone about um my health stuff I hadn't seen him in a while and he's like asking how I'm doing I'm like yeah it's you know not not any different and he was asking about different stuff I'd tried and things like that and I was just saying like yeah I spent some money on some stuff that's a little out there and I'm kind of embarrassed about it. Like I, I view it as a scam, you know, it also didn't work. Yeah. 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 Right. But I mean, it couldn't have worked. Like I was desperate. That's the only reason. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and I, (laughs) I, I knew him enough to say this, you know, I was like, you know, and notice I'm not telling you what those things were because for all I know, you go to that person once a week, you know, I don't know. Right. Like, and, and I would say it's that kind of a, like, sensation I have that kind of. sort of stuff on my radar yeah. yeah about a ton of stuff yeah because you know realistically unfortunately we live in a time right now where there's a lot of minefields yeah and I'm you know I'm I'm high high alert about all those minefields right in every conversation right and it's yeah it's next level yeah Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's good to a degree, but right. not like, to this, not to the degree yeah. I do it. <laughs> and I hope that that, yeah, I hope that that is really what makes the line clearer because it can be a little bit of an unclear line, especially as we look at this um, next point of why we do it. We're going to see some of the reasons here. Like, yeah, because part of it is, right. yeah, you have to, you have to like work with the people that you're in relationship with because otherwise you know if I wanted to I could be pushing on someone's pressure point most of our conversation and if you wanted to you could do the same right and obviously to grind a little my own personal soapbox yeah then I really obviously we want to avoid doing that kind of thing Right, right right but then there's somewhere on that spectrum where if that's what is on my mind during the whole conversation, like when somebody asks yeah. me what, you know. Yeah, like what you think. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I can't say this because of that. Oh, I can't say this because of that. You know, yeah. it's like, 
all right, it reaches a point there where you're going, all right, you're you're working too hard right. here. Because then it's like, what is a conversation for? Right. And if yeah. I would say, well, it's to make sure the other person feels listened to. It's to make sure they feel safe. They feel able to use their voice to be themselves. But I'm not applying that to me. Right. You, meanwhile, that requires meanwhile, me to not get listened not to, me, to yeah. not use yes. my voice, to not you know like, all that like then i just oh have shoot ex- i messed up i just have excluded <laughs> myself from the conversation yeah, yeah and what do for me what i think a conversation is for is I for like connection perspective yeah it's interesting right you know yeah if you think like well what i'm trying to give to this other person yeah wait i'm not i'm not even acting in a way that if that was what they're trying to do it yeah. would even be doable right. because i'm i'm you know I'm yeah. pre I'm deferring, excluding my own voice. I'm deferring to them in a way that doesn't even let me be actually part of this. Yep. And that, yeah, the resentment yeah. comes from we decide yes. they're the ones holding me back from this, exactly. right? Exactly. But it was actually me. Exactly. And sure, if I brought it up, it might have gone bad. Might have caused tension. But I never did. And so I don't right. know, you know. Right. Hmm interesting interesting i think that that really quick sidebar i think that that idea of am i living in a double standard Mm -hmm. am i giving other people infinite access to stuff support care time whatever um and i'm not giving myself access to those things when i need them yeah that applies to so many of the topics that we talk about in this podcast. So, you know, if for instance, whoever's listening, if this is the first episode that you're hearing, um, it might be kind of cool to, you know, go back if you're interested in hearing more of some of the topics that we talk about or how, if you like the way that we're talking about these things, if that appeals and relates to you, just think about that as sort of a lens for it too. Like, am I giving myself the same consideration that I give other people. Mm, yeah. And that's a really, really good new standard to start building and start having for yourself. For sure. Um, that'll help keep it healthy, right? Because again, it's not about my thing always over other people's thing. Yeah. yeah. It's instead like, am I living my importance and my values, um, you know, in addition to being who I want to be for other people? Because that's when other people actually feel care. Hmm. People don't feel care when you're people pleasing them. Hmm. They do sometimes because accidentally anybody would if you're, you know, kind of deferring and stuff. But at the end of the day, again, if you've excluded yourself from the connection, they're not going to have felt that you have shown up for them. It might show up like they might read it like that's just lip service. They just fed me a line. They didn't mm. really want to be here. You know, this stuff affects you. These choices of people pleasing, they affect you. And so they affect how you show up. That's really it's so interesting. What, what is happening right now is my people pleasing desire is motivating me to do less people pleasing. Because you're saying they're not even getting what I'm thinking I'm giving. Right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Please that's, don't tell me that. It's like a that's cruel, pretty upsetting. A cruel reality. Like this wasn't even doing what you thought it was most of the time. 
That's my theory. I, I don't know if I even believe that. But but, but it's <laughs> but this is what I'm basing it on, though. It's how I feel. I don't know if I can believe that, if I can allow myself to believe that. <laughs> it's like how I feel and how some of my clients have expressed that they feel when they realize they're being fed a line. Sure. Because now our awareness is up like, oh, if I'm not, you know, like if I'm not genuinely offering this, even if I don't really want to offer, maybe it's something that is costing me. You know, maybe I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to devote my afternoon to go help a friend in need. And I don't love that idea. There's other things I'd rather do, like honestly, you know, sure, sure. but I make the decision to do it. That's still aligned with me. Like. Yeah. I'm still on board with doing that. But if I do it out of obligation, I'm going to show up different. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that is felt like we're all human beings and being in community and being wired kind of for connection. We feel sincerity and we feel the lack of sincerity. Mm. And so I just really feel like the more I understand, right? Yeah. It's like the more I understand about this topic, the more I have to assume people pleasing doesn't do what I think it does Yeah, for the other person. Yeah. So kind of interesting. Um, so why we do it, I put here, we think from childhood that people pleasing actions are what get me accepted and belonging Mm. in other groups and to other people. Yeah. And that's a real one. Yeah, that's real. And I think And it doesn't it's not actually yeah. at least in my experience it doesn't feel like belonging. Yeah, right? it doesn't. When you're right. you know, that's what makes what you said earlier even though it is pretty upsetting make a little bit of sense sure. of like yeah, it it's not really a genuine connection. Yeah. In the in the way that you're expecting that it is. And when you don't have that, even though you were doing something to get, you know, accepted yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It doesn't you don't end up getting that. And then you're yeah. you notice that you don't, but you're like, but I'm doing everything that I'm yeah. supposed to do, you know? Yeah. Like what's going on? Yeah. Mm. And I will say sometimes it feels better to people please because sure. we've been doing it so long and it just keeps things a little smoother yeah you like, know it it does do some of these things we don't keep doing it because it gets us like we wouldn't keep doing it if it got us nothing at all yeah but what it does get us is like kind of a i don't know why i'm thinking of this word but like do you know what a veneer is it's yeah, like yeah So for those of you who don't, like, I'm just picturing this, like, picture you go to the thrift store and you find, like, a dresser and you're like, I love this dresser. And you kind of, like, take a closer look at it and you, like, open the drawer and you can tell it's actually pretty flimsy. Mm -hmm. Like, you thought it was really beautiful wood. And then you, like, open this drawer and it's like, oh, it's not actually this real wood. Yeah. Um, A veneer is, like, that the coating that they put on it or like the paneling or whatever. It's a, just a very thin layer of great wood. Right. Imagine over this like, like cheap, almost like thing. a wallpaper. Yeah. Right. Type of a yeah. thing, but it is technically wood. Yeah. But yeah it's like yeah. that works, but that is not what I thought it was. Yeah. 
that's what I think this is. Hmm. Interesting. It like appears to work, but it's really not the thing that you want and the thing that you would be proud of. Sure. Like sure. having in your home. I don't know. Yeah. The analogy breaks down a little bit. Yeah, but they always do, right? You but know. Yeah. You go for it. That's <laughs> you see interesting. a picture in your head. Yeah. Yeah. So it's what we think gets us acceptance and belonging, right? And then um, another one that I thought of here is um, we think it's going to keep the peace and not rock the boat. Like I just mentioned like just a second said. ago. <laughs> okay. And in addition to that, yeah. again, it's like I think my brain is telling me that it's going to do these things if I act this way. Okay. So it's like, hey, don't rock the boat. So whoop, like pull your voice back in. Don't sure. say that thing you were going to say. Sure. Nope, it's not appropriate. It's not the right fit. And like, again, use your discernment, right? This isn't a moment um, where you've decided it's not the right fit. Or you've decided it's inappropriate to say that. This is a moment where your brain is like, don't be you. This mm. person needs okay. to have like you need to give them full space to they just be them yeah that's not what they want or that's not what they'll accept right or whatever. like they're gonna think this or they might do this or but you might be right agree okay that's, now that's here's what, the trick you know i'm like yeah. uh, but you know i know okay. it's true but there's a thought that keeps coming to my mind that's actually really helpful for this i'm not actually keeping the peace if there's no peace inside of me right yeah. And it's so yeah. frustrating. That's actually very frustrating to yeah. remember in the moment yeah. because we usually, if we struggle with people pleasing, we did not grow up really like thinking that we're worth fighting for right. in that like, way. Like, right? I keep the peace by because absorbing I'm all the tension myself yes. and making sure everyone else feels okay. Yeah. Like there was a, it's fine for me to be in pain because yeah. I can deal with it, but yeah. I don't know if other people can deal with it. So I have to sacrifice myself every time. Yeah. There was, like I, I can't remember if I, we mentioned it maybe in a previous episode, but there was a while back that I was waiting on someone to take care of something that we needed it to be done we weren't capable of doing it. So we needed that to be done, like to move on to the next step of a process. Right. And we're kind of like, Oh yeah, yeah. this needs to happen sooner than In later order, because yeah. of, you know, we got timelines right. on the other stuff. And, um, you were like, well, you just need to, you need to follow up. You need to text them. And I was like, well, I don't know. That seems like, you know, like they said, they'll yeah. do it. You know, I'm yeah. just gonna, you know, and so I'm trying not to, not to do it because I don't yeah. like doing that. I don't, yeah. you know, they say like the squeaky wheel gets the grease. The idea of being the squeaky wheel just is like the anti you. Yeah. Like, basically. like <laughs> I think disgust is a fair way to say, yeah, like, you, I think it disgusts that way. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm sitting with it and just kind of waiting, like hoping, you know, check my phone. Did he, did he get back to me yet and say it's done? Yeah. No, no, no. Ah, you know, and then I said to you, I said, I'm realizing that instead of texting him and making him uncomfortable, yeah, I'm sitting here uncomfortable myself because I don't yeah. want to make him uncomfortable to get this ball moving yeah. along. And you said, I don't know if you remember, 
but you said, oh yeah, that's kind of the last, um, the last little thing of people pleasing that kind of goes away as you work through Mm -hmm. it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was sitting there like, what is she talking about? People pleasing, you know? And, uh, that really made me see Like, I think if we recorded this episode six months ago, yeah. I wouldn't even see some of these things that I'm bringing up about me. Sure. Because I just hadn't made the connection in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, like I thought, what do you mean? I don't want to be the, the needy, pestery kind of person, right? Right. That's not people pleasing. That's just, that's not how I want to be, you know? Right. Sure. But, but as I, you know, when you categorized it that way, it made me think of like, oh, wow. Oh, okay. So I'm not, I'm not people pleasing in the, um, like stereotypical sense. Yeah. Or like something. when, when I, and maybe this was what I was doing to not connect this behavior to myself. Right. Mm, sure. But when I yeah. pictured people pleasing, I pictured like a martyry, passive aggressive kind of yeah, person, you know? Sure. And I'm like, well, no, of course I'm not, I'm not like that. Like you know, anything I can do to serve. Yes. Like, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, I, I never do that. I never would say that, you know, right, unless right, right. I'm trying to make you laugh. You know, I might joke about yeah, something exactly. like that, but, but that's not how I am. And so I, mm. I didn't think of this stuff as people pleasing. Yeah. And then when you kind of brought that up in a way that made me rethink it, then I started to see not just in that way, but in other ways too, you know, like, yeah. oh, wow, I do a lot of this, you know, without even, you know, like you say, it's yeah. oftentimes it's a learned behavior from so early in life yeah, that you don't even, you don't even evaluate it, right. you know, you don't interrogate it because it's like, yes, what do you mean? That's just how you're supposed to be Man. with people, right? Exactly. And what you're saying right now is totally our very first episode, awareness is a step. Mm, yeah. Yeah. This is exactly what it is. It's the awareness of, oh, I've been doing this for so long. I never even asked a question about, is this the best way to do this? Right. Right. This is where growth starts. Yeah. That makes sense. And it kind of has to, right? Because when something is on uh, like status quo mode, in us when something's just automated by this point in our life like we wouldn't think to ask a question we wouldn't think to change it yeah of course not but if you're presented with a perspective that's different from the one you've been holding and it kind of sheds a different light like a different angle you're like oh well that's not what I'm trying to do at all yeah you know your brain is assuming even that what you're gonna text this person is gonna be bad for their day or throw them off sure it might not even have that effect right so that's where you can kind of tell the people it might have been the reminder that they needed right to jump on yeah yeah it's but it's like i just can't but you're uncomfortable yeah Yeah. and so when you're actively uncomfortable based on what an assumption is about another person that's a good check inside of you am i leaning into this people-pleasing thing again Mm. am i not am i actively avoiding being authentic here again yeah right it's like it's a good check now yeah the awareness part that's so interesting yeah kind of crazy yeah it is crazy because like yeah 
technically it does these things. Why do we do it? Well, our brain is telling us what it thinks it's these actions are going to accomplish. Your your action of avoiding texting is going to accomplish not being the super needy person, right, giving right. this person all the space that they need. Yeah, to, yeah. Well, maybe it, maybe it won't. And I'm actually just assuming that this is going to put them out. Right. And, and meanwhile, they, they might have totally to forgotten thing. about the meanwhile, whole thing. Back yeah, at the ranch, yeah. Like, two I'm years waiting. Later. Like, oh, they'll text in the next hour. <laughs> yeah, you know, and they're right. somewhere doing something totally different and totally forgot about yeah. the thing I need. You yeah. know, who knows? It's just funny. So, mm. um, another thing is, yeah, we're at times we are taught that these are the ways people act if they're trying to be good people. Yeah. That's kind of a blow. That's a heavy hitter one because that that one kind of opens a can of worms like was I taught literally taught something on purpose that actually is damaging me now. Mm-hmm. And that can be hard. I, I, I want whoever's listening like if that was sort of a trigger like I, I get it and I'm sorry. And it is a painful reality sometimes when we when the cover's kind of blown off of something we've been doing and we've been thinking we should do. Yeah. Um, and we were probably taught it by well-meaning people. Yeah. Right? What, These are where parents, my head teachers, went, leaders, like, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say where my head went was uh, you and I don't have kids. Yeah. But if we did, I would have been teaching them to do some of these people pleasing behaviors that I've been sure. doing without knowing it. That's what I was doing. Yeah. Because it was a total blind spot yes. until six months ago, right. you know? And it's yeah. like, I wouldn't have been saying, I know this is going to mess you guys up long term. No. You know, no. I was saying, yeah. no, this is what I, this is what I try to do here. Try to do this, you know? And it's yeah. like, Oh, oops! I didn't realize. Sorry. Taking my own advice was harming me. Yeah. And now I'm giving you the blueprint that's gonna harm you. Like, right? Totally not what I was intending. Totally right. coming from a blind spot. But I think that you know to think of it sort of that way can be helpful when you're thinking about oh, somebody taught me this and it really hurt me. Like, I totally agree. Yes. This is a really good point. Yes. I, you know, and there's plenty of those things that I have in my life that I'm, some have, some that I've undone, some that I'm in the process of undoing. Right. And some that I'm sure I don't even know about yet for the next 10 years. And then I'll try to undo them. Yeah. But, you know, it, it can be kind of like, um, you know, the knee jerk reaction can be blame to fault them. Right. Yep. Yeah. To blame them and say, yep. that's a I can't believe yeah. they told me that that's been screwing up my life yeah. now for 35 years. Yeah. You know, um, how old am I? More than yeah, that. You're more than 30, that. You're 7, 38. 38. OK. <laughs> for 38 years, you know, um, yeah. well, it wouldn't have been ruining it like those first couple because I didn't Correct. know enough. So I was about right. 35. <laughs> True. <I guess>. Uh, <laughs> Three years. So anyway, um, yeah, you know. But instead to realize like, you know, obviously, unless, unless you were dealing with people who are really, really, um, 
I guess that would be like almost antisocial behavior, right? That we're the ones who are teaching you how to be a person, right? I say it's really manipulative. I don't know if that's antisocial, but people who are really control oriented, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. okay, but you know what I? So I'm trying to leave some room because, of course, some some group of people were taught intentionally bad wrong things by their caregivers yes you know but i'm saying for the vast majority of people yes the harmful advice that we were given by our caregivers was was not intentional yeah it was well-meaning and it was them saying here's how i handle that totally which is by the way like it does that probably work, right? was more helpful than yeah. the way five-year-old you was handling the thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But when you realize later in life, like, oh, that blueprint caused this mm-hmm. pain, that pain, the other pain, you know. Yeah. And and those things are valid and legitimate, and and it was real pain, and it was yeah something right. that was maybe avoidable if you did it a different way, right? Right. Um, but to be thinking about it from the perspective of they were doing their best. Right. And I wish, I wish their best was better in this regard. Right. Sure. Um, And their best still ended up with me dealing with a lot of hurt over the years. Yep. But, but to think that it was coming from a place of, um, like maliciousness. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what I think. It's a very it's unhelpful. The more you can let yeah, go of that right. perspective and say, wow, that must have been a blind spot that they yeah. had. See? Because if I taught, yeah. if I, Alan, taught someone a year ago, right. I would have taught them these blind spots. Sure. You know? And if I tried teaching them right now, I'm going to be able to avoid some of the worst parts of people pleasing. But I haven't unearthed all this in myself and I'm going to teach them still some harmful things yes. because I'm yes, I'm doing my all, best right, right. but this I'm what, kind of muddling through right <laughs> this is what I love about how we get to talk about these these kinds of things and um in my coaching too like how I get to coach with people about these types of topics because this isn't about getting things perfect mm. this is about noticing what's not working great and making tweaks to make it work better. Yeah, yeah. And again, with this, it's going to be a knee-jerk reaction to blame if we realize we were literally taught some of these ways yeah. to be. Yeah. Um, you put other people's needs above your own always. Well, where is that going to leave you as an adult trying to live your life, right? It's yeah. like if yeah. that's an ironclad rule, hey, if you're going to be a good person this is how it has to look, you could interpret that many ways that are actually going to harm you. Right. But did your parent, for instance, were they trying to harm you? No. Right. right. So this does require a level of maturity. Like if you're willing to step into another level of maturity and say, this is not about blame. This is just about knowing info that can help me make the changes I want to make. That's it. Blame feels better. I will say like Agreed. that's it's going to be tempting because it yes. You you then get to kind of like rewrite your autobiography yeah. a little bit yeah. in in a theoretical way like right. well if this never happened then I wouldn't have done this and this and this. And yeah. And so that's why blame is so appealing Agreed. because it 
we can like it gives you a little control back erase, is what it seems like yeah we can like mentally erase like a handful of regrets yeah um that's a good way to put because it because it's theoretical we could probably erase right. more right right but um but it's not productive well right and this is why this is kind of an interesting reason why and maybe i'm just talking for my own personal growth journey like what i've experienced with my own relationship with blame um, because I, that was kind of one of my, you know, we all have a rotation of our quick hack, like coping sure. yeah. things that when we do. When I'm hurt, when I'm upset, when I'm I hurt, do this. When I'm stressed, yeah. when I'm, yeah, yeah, like, and I'm not saying I would blame every time, but blame was in the rotation, yeah. you know? Yeah. But what I realized, like, in my growth journey is if I'm ever going to feel more empowered, it's going to be because I'm facing my actual reality and I'm taking full responsibility for my choices. So I'm sure. not saying I was responsible for having been taught this and everything I did beyond yeah. that was my fault. Because yeah. again, that's a blame thing. Right. But instead, what I'm saying is if I'm fully responsible for my choices now, it's okay. Like I accept on some level that flaws happened in the story that's led up till now mm -hmm. and i accept i am in charge of what i do from here sure if that makes sense yeah so yeah. not blaming actually gives me an avenue with a lot more options because i'm more fully in charge mm. if i blame i can stay stuck in the past and i feel like that person needs to resolve in some way like the fact that they led to me making all of these mistakes and like hurtful decisions interesting but they're so when not you're, involved anymore yeah don't when you're doing that yes you're putting the weight of the burden on them yeah and i and that's that's i think what yeah. makes blame so appealing yeah is it, it we is. go there's a burden here because yeah. some harm has happened right. in the intervening years right but if i can put 80 percent of that on somebody else right oh man that's gonna feel good wouldn't that and be so, great and so that's why it, it's such right. an appeal you know but it creates extra baggage right for you. it's not yeah again it's not helpful but i'm just saying that's why it's such yeah. a go-to you yeah. know because it's like oh man if i could kind of offload a bunch of this guilt and disappointment and frustration right that I feel the fact this doesn't work about these things that yes. didn't go right. You know? Yeah. Oh, if I can put most of that on somebody else, ah, that's going to, you know, right. That isn't, by the way, you're not going to feel that ah moment. No, but that's what you're thinking. Right. right. There and are reasons we do any of these things. Right. Sure. Yeah. It's the yeah. same kind of principle for blame. It's like, yeah, well, my brain's telling me it's going to get me something. If I just right, blame. Right. And it does make sense to do that. I mean, these things happened and they were taught to me. So, yep. okay. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like that the other side, like what track do I take if I'm not going to take blame is to say this doesn't work and I'm in charge and I can choose something that works right, better right. for me. Yeah. Yep. And it's sort of a letting go gives you the ability to let go yeah. and make a change better. Yeah. So I like that's it. an interesting one. We may yeah. do an episode on blame, actually. I was, I, yeah, I was Kinda debating. I almost jumped in with a joke about, so this is our episode about people this pleasing. Is our Wait, about oh. Blame, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was, I think, definitely worth having a conversation about. I do about, too. You know? Yeah. 
But yeah, so if I took us too off track, sorry. Mm, No, because I went there too. Okay. I like it Um, because it's part of why we do it. So, and it's part of what we do when we uncover some of these things. Um, So one last thing of why we do it is um, we think that people pleasing is going to protect our reputation. Yeah. Right. So if we do things. I said number three was my main one. The right way. I'd say this and three are my main two now. (laughs) Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, not like I'm looking at you like, oh, that's what I noticed about you. Yeah. But, but those are, those are intrusive ways of being. That's an intrusive pattern of being you. And when I think something's going to protect my reputation, I would say that's a hot button one for me too. Mm -hmm. Like I dread the idea of offending somebody, bumping somebody out, disappointing someone in what I'm going to say. I dread it so much Sure. when I'm in my people pleasing story. Like when I, and when I say when I'm in my people pleasing story, I'm saying like when I'm just like feeding into the spiral of thoughts, that's like, you really do know what other people think and they're probably going to think this and they're probably right, going to, right. like, yeah. I know that I don't. Yeah. I'm literally assuming and making it all up in the moment. But when I get caught up in that, I think I am protecting my reputation, but actually I don't have any reputation because it's not really me. It's this Interesting. crazy yeah. thing, yeah. right? I'm protecting this adaptation of being a person. Yeah. Okay. I I was kind of also thinking of like, if you, if you uh, like not connected to any specific situation, event, person in my life, if you ask me, like, do you think that there are some people who are at varying degrees of closeness in your life? who like you and them are just never going to be like synced up. Yeah. I would say absolutely. Yeah. Right? Yes. And what's interesting is that with the reputation, did you say reputation management? Is that the phrasing? You could call or, it that. I said okay. pr- protection. Protection. Yeah. yeah. With reputation protection, like I think, at least for me, often the people who I'm least likely to ever sync up mm-hmm. with are the ones who I'm thinking about what my reputation is in their mind. Yeah. Like, you know, and you so it's know like, that you couldn't I possibly should, be yeah, their like, cup of tea. Like, right. Exactly. And it's, so it's not it's to like, say like, yeah. we'll just write people off if they don't get you right away. That's not no, what I'm saying. But right. like you say, you know, there's plenty of people and maybe some of you, listen to this podcast and you go, I hope this is an episode where Alan doesn't talk as much, you know, you like, probably wouldn't be and, 50 minutes. In well, if you thought but that. like, but no, yeah, no offense. Like that yeah. could be true, true, you know? And <laughs> I would be pretty, I would be pretty unrealistic to be sitting here going, I'm sure there's nobody who's ever listened to one I of know. these episodes and thought, ah, I wish he wouldn't interrupt her so much. I wish he didn't talk in that slow, halting way. Oh That's something I'm, I'm, I'm uh, sensitive about when I listen yeah. to myself talk. Yeah. Like, I can take forever oh my between my words to make my point. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but like, if, if there's people, you know, whether it's people listening or whether it's the people in my life that I think about, yeah, we're just kind of 
you know, whether you want to say it's the oil and water thing, you yeah, just right. aren't, you're just not exactly. a great match. Whether you say we're just not, we just don't sync up for whatever reason. Like, yep. Just not the my vibes person. don't match. However you want to say it. it right. Yeah. yeah. But like, we all know that there's people like that. That's so normal. Right. It's so we normal. all have it. It's so normal. Like, yes. as great uh, as you are. I know I that watch, there are people who I don't watch love that me. there's some people that are just, they're just like not into you. And I'm like, I'm confused by it. You're Honestly, like, I'm like, she's so great. That's guys. Sweet, like, Alan. screw you. But, you know, but like, but, it, yeah, it actually has helped me to see yeah. that because I've, I've known forever. Like, I feel like a lot of people just are never going to sync with mm-hmm. me. Like it's, it's sure. disproportionate. Right. Right. But like to see that there's some people that don't sync with you and I'm like, okay, so, so this is I don't normal need to than carry so much of the weight on this, yeah. you know, and, and it, it yeah. really like I just noticed that when I think of my reputation, I think of it from the perspective of the people who are already likely yeah. to have a lower reputation like version of me in yeah. their mind. Like, what am I doing? Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah, no, but I kind of say I'm not for everybody, but the people who like me, they like really, really like me, you know, and like, how am I not spending more of my efforts going, okay, I'm doing something right. You know, because you want to gauge if people, you belong, they're like really fans of me. You clearly belong in those groups. Not fans like, like whatever, but like. They yeah. like me. They right, like right. being around me. They enjoy my company yes. and my ideas. And like, yes, why am I sitting around, you know, thinking about my reputation from the perspective of the people who are likeliest to be <laughs> annoyed about whatever you little know, thing I did, you know? I do. And I'm people I think pleasing. that's actually, that's why, Thank Alice. you. That's Thank why, you. Alan. Thank you. It actually made me think of, I don't know if anybody listening has watched Parks and Rec, but there's a whole episode about Leslie, uh, who is the whatever head. Is she the head of the parks and yeah. the parks department? Yeah. Anyways, Ron is, but she's like running for office or something. And they do like this like poll with this group of people in this room about like, how does she come across in this video? Did you relate to her? Did you not? Yeah. And this, there's one guy, everyone else, it's like focus group. Yeah. She's watching this from like a two sided mirror, right? And everyone is like, we loved her. She's amazing. Oh, she's so great. She could be like my next door neighbor. She could be my best friend, like all these things. And this one guy is like, I don't know. She didn't, she was, did not do it for me. No, I like, I can't relate to her at all. Yeah. And then he was finally like, and they were like, why, why, why? And he's like, I just, I don't think, did he actually say I can't, I couldn't go bowling with her. I think, or couldn't have, couldn't have a beer with her. I couldn't have a beer with her. Yeah. 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 So she gets so fixated on this one person and she's like, she creates this whole event around like bowling and beer or something and make sure this guy is invited and tries like go beeline straight to his lane and tries to win him over. And it's comical, obviously. Yeah. But it's absurd. It is what I was just saying. Yeah. That's what we feel. She's trying to repair that reputation for this one person that's not into her. She's like, if I can win this person over, then I know I belong in general. Then I know I'm successful in the direction I'm trying to go in general, which is so not true. You guys, 
anyways what you were no that's up, interesting yeah i've never yeah i've never thrown a party for those people that aren't into me yeah i kind of but it makes you but think, i do right? spend you a do disproportionate spend that much amount of mental energy okay you know you you think about a person throwing a party and how much energy they spend you're absolutely doing that inside when you're basing like when you're tuned in to I that group at of times, people, yes, that's true. Which is interesting. Just a handful <laughs> of times. Maybe it's not every time. Yeah. But let's talk about you. No, okay. I'm just but like for real though, like those who are listening, I, I hope you guys like are hearing some relatable things. Like both Alan, both you and I do have like an antenna up for yeah. people who don't seem to be connecting with us. I just spoke this morning um, for a group of people at um, at an organization, and it was like a twenty minute talk, right? Yep. And I had to I had to catch myself. Like I'm trying to tune in to. There were maybe three people out of like thirty five or something who were clearly just like looking off into nowhere. Sure. But my brain tells me that means they're not listening. That means they don't care. That means they don't. Sure. A, I don't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. And B, if I'm like f- starting to fixate in on them, I'm literally going to forget what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to like kind of start <laughs> panic looking at them like every so often, like, mm, are they paying attention sure, now? Yeah, like yeah. it's going to throw off my whole vibe. <laughs> yeah. And I don't even Which know if what, they're not paying attention. I, 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 don't I don't think we, I've mentioned thing. this before, but yeah. people who don't speak in front of audiences are always surprised to realize that they are when seen you speak in noticed. front of an audience <laughs> yeah. you can tell like yeah. in two seconds looking around this person's with me this person's with yeah. this person is not this person is not this person is yeah and you know like i've spoken to you know a thousand people at one time right and you can tell who's right. paying attention who's not yeah and people who sit in audiences are they're like wait what they like, feel anonymous they like, never I imagine feel anonymous that, when you know? i'm sitting but that that was yeah. your experience like you're looking yes. around the room and you're going with me with me with me yes oh not with me probably what's that not. about you know yeah but and i'm not like probably you know yeah. and it's interesting yeah um it's interesting so that interesting. that's that's the data that we want yes. to focus on and check that instead notice, of going yes okay notice so that. if three people were I mean, you don't even, you're not even sure if they were tuning out. You just knew they were exactly. looking in a different Physical direction. body language like, was like. Maybe they listened better. Thank you. You know. This is what but, I'm saying. So either way though, yeah. you're looking around the room and 10% of the people yeah. aren't like dialed in <laughs> with you. Like and you're like, what know. is wrong with, what is, what do I need to what do different? What am I saying different? wrong? You yeah. know, and it's like, and I you're have, getting 90% yes. tuning in. Yes. 10% not. And you're going, and I'm making it a problem. What's going so bad here that yes. these 10, 10% of people are not tuning in, you know? So, like, that's such a good I point. I see right? on your face that you, like, you realize, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah. And I was realizing earlier, yeah. like, that doesn't make sense. Yep. And I, I hope anyone listening is seeing, like, these are things that are so sneaky. They're sneaky and, and they're so, common. Yeah, like so normal. Yeah, because we we are. Let me quick yeah, yeah, say. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because we are. Um, you know, think about being a human being. You're a five senses creature, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, sight, touch, taste. <laughs> yeah, this is never good when I try to list things. Anyways, <laughs> smell, 
Sight, touch, taste, (laughs) smell. What's the fifth one? Uh, Hearing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Classic. Yeah, we're not going to do any more elementary lessons (laughs) if we don't know the answer right off the top of our heads. (laughs) Okay, my point is we are designed to tune in in many different ways. We're designed to pay attention from many different angles and to to collect data from many different points. And just give ourselves a lot of grace, right? We're trying to pick up on so many cues. And the most important thing to us is that we feel like we belong with other people. Mm. That is an enormous driver for all of us. That's kind of the whole thing, isn't it? It's kind of the whole thing, yeah, right? Interesting. So even though I couldn't name the five senses, it's really important <laughs> that you go Google it, but that you really like own that. It's okay. Like it makes sense that you're so tuned in and that you care hmm. and that you're noticing people in these, like all these different ways, mm. right? Um, that isn't the thing you. you need to cut out. No. Yeah. Right. What you need to cut out is putting improper weight on. Thank you. It's my obligation. Yes. Or, or it's my responsibility. Yeah. You know. Or this is the only way I show up. Like I had a mm-hmm. client who was trying to figure out time management in her role at work. And she, her role is communicating with the people who come in and connecting with them. But her role is also to connect with her team and make sure that they're all doing their tasks in a facilitated way that flows, right? And she was just like, what do I do when we're really busy trying to connect authentically? Mm. And I'm having, now I'm like, I can't love and care for these people because I have to cut them off. Oh, okay. And I was like, listen to what you just said, Yeah, that would be my struggle too. It was interesting because she immediately, her brain went all or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Either I love and care and connect or I'm cutting them off. Sure. And we just decided, like, what if you're just moving things along? What if you can have an authentic connection in one minute? How would that look? Because authenticity and love and care are important to her. So it's like, what if you just make this briefer? Not that you cut it off entirely. Yeah. And that helped her get more creative about it. Yeah, like I'll say to the audience, you do have credibility to talk about that idea because you... I've had to do it. <laughs> you're you're excellent at when like you need to be focusing on something else mm. at being able to move on from a conversation mm. without people without just like blowing people off, mm. you know? Like yeah. Whenever we're we're out and about somewhere and we get in a conversation, yeah. You'll you'll be like <laughs> ready to go and and like yeah. had a meaningful interaction, you know, but like yeah. And then you start kind of walking away and then I'm there still like, wait, right. I didn't see the opening. You know what I mean? Like, I think <laughs> I need to be here, here for a while yeah. still before like it's appropriate yeah. to, to walk away. Sure. And that's not yeah. true. Right. But it's how I feel, you know? So yeah. 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 Interesting. It's, and it's because I've had to learn how to be more creative with that. Yeah. How I, to have meaningful conversations. Yeah, because that I don't do last. care a half hour right you know that doesn't have to only look this way yeah Yeah. and actually it it helps me to think about it too like I care about so many people that it wouldn't be loving or caring to any of them if I didn't learn how to do this Hmm. 
Which is so interesting, yeah. right? Yeah. Again, it's another way of seeing this people pleasing isn't doing what I think it's doing. Just on a spiritual note too, like think about a, a verse like love your neighbor as yourself, right? Yeah. And maybe some of us were taught from that perspective. Um, and it's such an important, helpful thing to remember that it says as yourself at the yeah, end. Yeah. Because again, if I'm not tuning in as an adult how to healthily love myself in a better way, um, I'm not going to be able to love my neighbor the ways that I intend to sure. and the ways that matter to me. Yeah. So it's like, that's just another plug for like, spend some time learning about who you are. If you don't even know yourself, you don't know what you're sacrificing that is actually depleting you. It's showing up as being depleted, exhausted, mm. um, frustrated, resentful. It's showing up these ways that you are sacrificing your actual voice. But if you don't know yourself, if you don't take some of that time, right, um, then you don't, you're not giving yourself a way to do this better. Yeah. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, that does. So main takeaway, right? is people pleasing is not actually best for other people um and it's not best for us so yeah if you think about it living your life authentic authentically is really the best way to give yourself what you need mm. and to get the quality of life you're really kind of going for yeah so like how do you know you're spending your energy and your resources in the ways that are actually even working and not just a veneer like yeah, not yeah. just a layer, thin layer of stuff that looks good over stuff that's not working. Right. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. Thanks mm -hmm. for going there with me today. Sure. Alan. like, this Same. is a really good, important topic. Um, so yeah, for those of you who are listening, um, if something that you heard today really does kind of hit home for you and you want more like it, definitely visit my link at www.com linktree.com backslash coach Annalise. That's A-N-N-A-L-I-E-S-E. -E. And that actually does include a button there in that link that um, get, gives you the ability to just schedule your free session with me. It's a discovery chat. It's just a hour-long phone call with me. Um, and it's free. There's no strings. I just would love to connect with you and kind of hear how you're wanting to live like more proactive and less reactive, um, just more, more the ways that you want to. So I want you to know that's available to you. And yeah, thanks so much for joining us today. And I really hope to hear from you and join us next week. 